Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ho, ho, ho. Just kidding. Bah humbug. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. Kristen and Luke here. We're here. It's coming up on Christmas and we're feeling kind of grinchy. Super grinchy. Bah humbug. I'm screwed right now. I mean, when you drive over 2,400 miles. Like 2,500 miles, 35 Mm -hmm. hours. To go to four Christmases. Four Christmases. Don't you wish we were like Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, but we actually made it to Fiji? Yes. Or honestly, if they, if our four Christmases were just like in the same city, not on the other side of the country in the coldest winter of 40 years is what they're calling it right now. The wind chill. That was before I was born. (laughs) It is. It is. It is. So... They're calling this, yeah, the coldest winter or the coldest Christmas in 40 years with wind chills bad as 40 below where we are. That's up in, no, not where we are. That's like up in South Dakota. Aren't no, you, no, you no. from South Dakota? I'm t- I, I was looking. I saw a forecast in Fort Wayne, which is halfway Indiana. here. Fort Wayne, Indiana, halfway between my place and your parents said wind chills as low as 41 below. Screw that. And there's 50 some mile per hour wind and... The still temperature is negative, and good luck staying warm. Yeah, and so now we're in we're in good old uh, suburb of Detroit, Dearborn, Michigan, where I'm from, and at, we're at my girlfriend Rochelle's house, and it's literally covered in potty pads because it is too cold for my dogs to go outside. It's literally too cold. They'll get hypothermia in under five minutes, and they actually just won't even go outside. That's the worst part. They, yeah, they're not, they're not fans, neither am I. But speaking of, you said my par- where my parents live. Your mom. My parents' house, or whatever you just said. This is why we're four Christmases, because we're both from divorced families, and because we are so nice and we love our grandmas, Really, the only reason we came out this way, isn't it? We each have, I have one grandma with us still, and Luke has two. And, you know, no offense to the rest of my family, but hard hell no. Except for my nephew, because my nephew is about to go into the military, and I will not be able to make his graduation, which is in like a week in Michigan. And I really wanted to see him. My little brother lives in Idaho, which I haven't been to yet, but I want to. So it's it's really for my family. It's the first year that every single aunt, uncle, cousin, all of my siblings, their kids, that w- we will all be under the same roof at my gram- my grandma's house. I think since right before my grandpa died, to be honest. So it's going to be a shit show tomorrow. <laughs> that has to be like feel good. You have to try to get that together when you can while your grandparents are still around. I missed the last Christmas that my grandpa was around. I was in Colorado. I was really busy. The time and money expense to get back and see everybody just wasn't going to happen. So I made a trip earlier in the month. Didn't get to see everybody was back. And then just after New Year's, I find out my grandpa has pancreatic cancer and he only lives three more months. Oh, well, that's really sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was really sad. And that's when I decided that I'm not going to miss another. I'm at least going to see my grandparents around Christmas every year because I only have two left. 
So it means a lot to them. And that, you know what, like they helped raise us. I feel like grandparents are like the staples of the family. The grandmas are like the matriarchs of the family, you know, like you do what you can for them. Yeah. Well, obviously none of us would be here if they didn't give birth to our parents. Correct. So, however, I'm still the Grinch and I'm still Scrooge and I'm really pissed off that this is why when I'm in Michigan, I'm down to have a July Christmas. Any time, y'all. I used to not ever be able to come to Michigan in the summer because I was always filming Vanderpump Rules. And we were not allowed to leave town from like May until the end of August, maybe September even. So I never got to go home during the summer. That's too bad because that's that's the best time to be in Michigan. Michigan Prime time. Fantastic. We, we came back here in August yeah. and had a Boats, great time. Boats, fishing. Yeah. Fishing, water skiing. skiing. Green grass. Oh, just fuck. All right. Well, here we are. Bah humbug. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays, everyone. So, yeah, we just did this road trip. Luke, you're a beast. We drove. Well, I say we. I keep saying we. But Luke drove through the storm of the, you know, the half a century. How was it for you? I was just a co-pilot. Took some videos of snow and posted on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It it wasn't that bad. I've driven through far worse. Well, I'm just glad, like, I never actually thought you and I would get in a fight over both being grinchy and cranky. And I think it's because we're both grinchy that we're just like, we can complain to each other. And then we (laughs) both just say we have to suck it up for the fam. Yeah, it's for them. That's fine. You know, we got to be uncomfortable for a week or two out of the whole year. But if we don't get any fights at all in two weeks, driving, it'll be 70 plus hours, 5,000 miles. We're destined for greatness, dear Luke. Greatness. (laughs) That's going to be the name of our first child, greatness. (laughs) We're destined for him. That's not true. I already named our children and you guys don't get to know what that'll be if we have them. Okay, maybe middle name greatness. So I'm wondering to everybody, Luke and I were talking about like staying with our families during the holidays. And I was questioning, like I've met Luke's family for the most part one time, which I've mentioned before. And I had this like fear in me of like, what is appropriate PDA in a new relationship when the family doesn't really know you that well? Not that I'm like trying to like suck on his tongue in front of his mom, but I just don't know. And because this is the first time we've been around each other's family saying, okay, you know, we're not just bang buddies anymore. (laughs) Friends benefits. We're like, no, we're actually dating. It's Insta official. You know, it's not complicated. We're hashtag in a relationship. I was feeling really nervous about PDA in front of your, like when you put your arm around me at Christmas at one point, you like kiss me on the cheek. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just filled with like warmth and love and blood flow and butterflies. <laughs> and I felt so happy because I just didn't know what was appropriate. Uh, my family's very, they're very easygoing. No one's going to, going to scoff or look down on us for kissing. Obviously, like you said, you, if you don't, you're not sucking on my tongue, we don't go to a corner and make out or slip away to a bedroom to we're, bang. We're not in Kravis. The of, <laughs> Do right. you know what Kravis is? Kravis? Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. They're oh. like super famous for infamous even for just like sucking tongue. But mm, no. Yeah, we're not that. I'm not in tune with the Kardashians. Yeah, never I know. have it's been. Okay. You should be. Probably never will be. Well, it's a great show. But yeah, I was definitely nervous about that. And I'm really happy we didn't. Well, I thought we weren't going to be staying with them at all because then I'm like, well, can we have sex? Should we have sex? Is that weird to have sex? And you guys, my brother is sitting in the room right now and he just perked up and was like, great. Thanks, Kristen. He'll be on a bit later. But the last day before we drove to Michigan, we did end up staying where your family was staying. Right. We all stayed together. My brother-in-law and sister have a rental house in Brown County, Indiana. If anyone's familiar, it's an awesome little Midwestern weekend vacation destination. Well, and if you're not familiar, Luke, tell them about Allison House because it's cool. Uh, I wish I knew the exact numbers, but there's, it sleeps like 16 people. I think there's seven or eight bedrooms, six bathrooms. It's got a really nice living area. But it's like a rental. It's something they own, they rent, and it's in the most miraculous little Christmas village looking It's an awesome little, they call it an artist colony. There are no chains. These are all little individual businesses, these small stores through the town. And it's just really cool. If you stay at the house, you can walk to everything. Can I tell you guys how flipping cute it is that his older sister owns a little independent toy store and he has a niece and nephew that are his sister's kids. 
three and six, I think they are. Your niece and nephew. Four and six. Four and six, sorry. Yeah. But like young kids and their mom owns a flipping toy store. Yeah, talk about spoiled and good luck buying a present for kids whose parents own a toy store. But just like talk about how adorable that is. And it's like it's it's like real toys, not an iPad, you know? Oh, th- yeah, they are. It's hard, precious. Hardcore on limiting the screen time and the whole idea and the movement with her business with the toy store is to get kids to play like get out and play with each other don't be sitting stuck and looking at a screen watching these videos playing these video games by yourself maybe interacting with a person maybe it's a robot on the other side well four of my girlfriends in la all had babies around the same time as you guys know and i'm telling you when i have a baby that baby gets a damn ipad no they have an ipad i'm not saying they don't i'm saying they are very they're strict on limiting it they can't sit on an ipad all day I know. I totally agree. They get it for a couple hours, you know, later in the day, or, you know, they can do 20 minutes after lunch while they digest and then they they got to go outside. They love to play hide and seek. Yeah. Like all the stuff we did as kids, you know, I love that. I bought Summer, Sheena's daughter, a little like bath toy from that little store last time we were here. Yeah, I remember. She loves it. But yeah, how do you feel? So now we're, we stayed with my sister last night and then now we're staying with one of my girlfriends, but like, how do you feel about you know, either you and I are just past relationships, like staying with family and what are the limits? Like, can you have sex when you're staying under your parents' roof? I mean, I did in high school, so <laughs> I don't know what's stopping me now. Okay. I don't know. Well, I did in high school too, but it's like when you're older, it's like we have this level of respect sort of. Yeah. I mean, we're not screaming and banging on the walls. No, we're we not trying to, really to draw quiet. attention to each other or, you know, to us, but yeah, there's a level of respect. Do you feel weird? Like, let's just say we stayed at your dad's house, which is the house you grew up in, which is massive. Let's just say we had slept there. Granted, your room is on the bottom of three floors. But would you feel comfortable having sex in your mom or dad's house? One thousand percent. OK. No, I hesitation. don't know if I would. I don't think I would have sex in my mom's house. Hmm. Maybe if she weren't home, if she, if my mom were not home, I would, but I would not do it like at nighttime when my mom's like sleeping in the next room. Would you share a wall? No. Oh, well then who cares? I don't know. That's just me. That's just how I feel. And how do you feel about PDA? Cause you haven't really been with my family yet, except my sister and she doesn't count cause she's fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I'll kiss you in front of anybody. Ugh, you're the best thing. I swear. Oh wait. I know what we're also grinchy about. Presents. <sighs> fucking presents dude yeah the last second trip to walmart to get gift cards and bottles of wine and bottles of liquor to just have something for everybody it's just so annoying especially when you (sighs) like you specifically have three siblings they have significant others i have two siblings one i have a brother-in-law the kids are fine teenagers children always deserve that but it's like parents and then parents significant others when you're in a divorced family and you're literally just reaching to say, like, here's a gift card and a bottle of bourbon or a bottle of wine. And, and it's uh, it absolutely drives me fucking crazy. We have finally decided with all my siblings, we are drawing a name and we are buying one present. Everybody buys one present and gets one present. You decided that, <laughs> which is I, I threw out the idea, at least pushed it along and... It's going to happen next year. There's no more showing up and buying seven presents and having all these little presents. It's going to be like, cool, get somebody one thing that they want. You're going to get one thing that you want. And we're all going to be happy. It's going to be great. Happier than trying to pull together gift cards and crap. No, and I saw Kristen Chenoweth, who I'm obsessed with, posted today. If you're out shopping today, be nice to the retail workers. It's not their fault. You waited until Mary's water broke to shop. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. And it's true. I thought we decided that next year we're doing zero presents except for children and we're all going to Florida and renting an Airbnb together because I'm not doing this cold again. I moved to California 15 years ago for a damn reason. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. At the same time, it's Why do people live here on purpose? It's cold. It's cold sometimes. I'm soft and it's cold. LA will make you soft. I can speak from experience. So we're planning on leaving December 25th, Sunday morning, before my mom's actual Christmas, which makes me feel a little shitty. But I am spending the 24th in the morning with my mom and my siblings because we're taking photos. But I feel like we might get guilt tripped into doing Christmas on Sunday. If they do it in the morning, I'm cool with that. How early are we talking? Yeah. Well, I mean, we should sleep, but I I have some guilt. Understandably, 
we came all this way and then to leave and not see anybody on Christmas day when that, I don't know, it's about the grandma, like you said. Right. And we're going to see her tomorrow. But is it my mom's fault that her mom already passed away? <laughs> not really. Unless she killed her and then no. Oh my God. She <laughs> so dark of you. You asked if it was her fault. And I said, the only, you know, the only way it would be her fault is if she killed her. But Ugh, you know. it just feels like four Christmas is so hard. I don't know what to do. Book a trip to Fiji next year. Book a trip to Fiji next year. Yep. So shout out to all of our like New England area, like Midwest peeps, everyone going through this horrific cold. We respect you. We love you. I hope you're safe. I hope everyone's animals are safe. I hope your spirits are high because like I said, we suck at Christmas this year. We're just, we're angry elves. I did get called an angry elf. I'm calling myself an angry elf. You're calling yourself an angry elf. But when we did that blind wine tasting at Dallas and house with your family, was that last night? Two nights ago. Two nights ago. That's right. With my family. So everyone knows. I numbered my little taster cups so I could go back and see what they were. And Kristen decided it would be funny to grab my cups and start writing other numbers on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did kind of get in a fight. You got mad at me. It wasn't a fight, but I definitely glared at you and was you like, glared don't, at me and you like, don't mess with you my like stuff. What are you doing? You threw a cup at me or threw a pen at me or something. Yeah, I threw a one and a half ounce Dixie <laughs> cup at you. So aggressive. Yeah, because it was supposed to just be a taste test and Luke's out here with like 12 little plastic Dixie cups with all numbered so he can like keep figuring out this what is, they are. This was a competition, people. <laughs> it was a competition. Hey, we're competitive still, people we're out still there. learning things about each other. But now I know how to twist your nipples in a bad way. <laughs> don't, just don't literally twist my nipples. Mm, sometimes you like it. Mm, that's not true. Anyway, we suck at Christmas. So um, speaking of all of this, we have my little brother. When I say little, I mean we're 15 months apart. But to me, he'll always be five years old and he'll be a little lion in his kindergarten circus. So we're going to welcome my brother to the podcast. I'm going to apologize ahead of time if he says anything extremely inappropriate because that's what he's so good at. So Rye, Rye, Ryan, my angel, how are you? Living the dream. How are you? Living the dream, he says. So little quick sort of backstory. My brother, yeah, we're 15 months apart. He was in the U.S. Army. I have mad respect. I am really happy that he did not grow in height or muscular situation until after the military because I wasn't very nice to him growing up because he was smaller. And my sister and I kind of were dicks to him. And then when he came out of the military, he was like super, you know, just honorable and respectful and protective over my sister, my mom and I. But he was also suddenly like six, two plus and shoulders and pecs and biceps. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he can really beat my ass now. I never forgot, by the way. <laughs> and now his son, my nephew, is about to go into the military and I'm really sad about it. And I don't like it one bit. How do you feel about it, Rye? I'm excited. It was great for me. I think it'll be great for him. You know, I considered heavily going in the military. I took the ASVAB. I met with recruiters for a bunch of different disciplines. And ultimately... I didn't know that. I swear I told you this. No. No? No, I looked... I didn't want to go to college. I was like so over school. I've been over school since third grade. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is stupid. And uh, ultimately, the girlfriend at the time and my mom are the reason they convinced me to go to college and plus they're like oh you can play frisbee just go give it a try yada yada i went every single semester i tried to tried quote unquote to drop out meaning i'd call my sister or call my mom or call somebody and be like hey i'm done with this which branch of the military were you considering going into do you remember so i looked at army air force navy because okay so basically everything but the marines <laughs> well yeah, everything but the Marines. But after I took the ASVAB and got like a 92 or something, they said, can you, explain you can do to whatever you want. Either of you want to explain to our listeners. Ryan, tell them about what the that ASVAB. is. Yeah, it's the military entrance exam. It determines your uh, your skills and the, the kind of jobs that you would qualify for. So, uh, Does it have anything to do with IQ or is it more just like trade? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's going to okay. be you know a combination of like math, science, and English speaking for certain cybersecurity skills, and you know you get line scores STGT and and was so on yours so like forth. off the charts like Einstein shit because you're such a good computer dude. It was pretty high. Yeah, I got a 97 yeah. on the ASVAB, and Ooh. I was I know you guys. I, know. I my whole life I said I was smarter than Ryan, and but she once, was wrong. Once I became an adult, I was like, okay. His IQ is higher than mine. We are both very smart. 
We are both well above average. However, I will admit my brother is smarter than me. Yeah, I thought a 92 was high. 97 is, and it's a percentile score. It's percentile, correct. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I did. Uh, I did okay. I did pretty good. I dropped out of high school in ninth grade, and I still did all right on that test. But no, um, you didn't. I did. My no, you last... went to you went to high school after that because I did, but I didn't finish any grade after ninth. I didn't know that because yeah, yeah. Well, Mom put me in that uh, Miller School Work Academy, oh, yeah. so, so maybe technically I we finished smoked that. a lot of weed in high school. I did a lot of bad things. Yeah, when I was a teenager. Yeah, but now we're like smart and we're adults and we're responsible and shit. And yeah. Yeah, living the dream. Living yeah, the dream. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So my brother, yeah, my brother was married before and has my awesome nephew, and now he's single, ladies. As long as he doesn't date one of my friends, everyone's like, he's so cute. Oh my god. So Idaho ladies. Uh, Rare, look out. Um, if you are under the age of 25, please do not reach out to him because you will be his type. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that stings. But yeah, look me up. I mean, uh, yeah. That stings, but look me up regardless. Age age irrelevant. Do you know why age, I think, actually, I know part of the reason why it bothered, bothered me, Luke, with you is because, like I said in the beginning, like my brother is only 15 months younger than me. He's 38. But right. for me, anyone growing up, like meaning in my early adulthood, like 20s, early 30s, anyone who is even like a year younger than my brother or his age, Carter, for example, my ex-boyfriend, Carter is one month younger than my brother to the day. And it freaked me the fuck out because I'm like, huh. now I'm dating one of my brother's friends. I'm dating the little kid from the kindergarten circus when my brother was a lion and he had a cute little mm. bull haircut and his big blue eyes. Probably and I don't like llama. it. No, that, that can't be true. It is. It, no, that's you, why. You felt that way, even though you had whatever you had with... Um, we don't know who you're talking about. Whatever that guy was on the show that was way younger than you. That, that was a rebound, not a relationship. Regardless. Luke, how old are you? I don't know. I'm 31. Okay. Okay. He's born in 91. No, well, what, oh. she, what she's talking about, though, is I had a mm -mm. fling last no, summer. I'm, I'm no, I'm not referring to that. Oh, you're not referring to that? No. Okay. I'm being now I'm intrigued. No. Now, now Ryan's <laughs> intrigued. Well, no, I, wa I want you to tell the story because it's fantastic. But, no, I'm truly saying ever since I became an adult, it was just like if I date someone my brother's age or younger, it's like dating my little brother's friend, even though we're only a year apart. Mm. Huh. It's like, it's a weird psychological thing. But I think because you're a dude, it's different because yeah. your sisters would ask you to not date their friends, correct? Sure. But I can See? date people younger than their friends. So that's not <laughs> yeah. a problem. Yeah. You know, Logan know. always asked me not to date anyone his age. So I would hope, <laughs> I would hope that. Well, would, speaking of okay. that, Luke, tell your story. Yeah. So last <laughs> summer I uh, had this fling for, I don't know, a little over a month. You call it a fling? Yeah, I mean, we we saw each other like every day for a month in the summer, but the, as quickly as it started is as quick as it went away. So that's why I call it a fling. I, did I think that there could be more? Sure. But it, just as quick as it came on and left, it was a fling. Anyway, she was 19, but she was also in her senior year of college is like the whole pitch to me. So everyone can understand the picture here. The way I met her was because her parents were telling me I had to meet her. I knew them for some time. And you no, know, to be fair, she's very cool. She just kind of limited life experience. I'm no, not, she's I'm super nothing, attractive. I've nothing seen negative her photo. to say about her. Yeah, she's attractive. She's intelligent. But let's tell the story. It just tell which story. So on our road trip, y'all know I love my stalking still skills. Like Crazy Kristen's not you know gone and dead, but I just don't act on them for myself. I don't date guys. I think are cheaters or that need to be looked into. I don't go through people's phones anymore. Like I'm no, I'm grown. However, Luke knows that I just love this stuff. And there are girls that he's, you know, had interactions with that I know follow me on Instagram and, or have commented on Instagrams, blah, blah, blah. So Luke's like, okay. I'm like, Oh, I want to stalk this person. Like, I just want to look them up. I just want to test my skills, not like actually look into their lives. I want to test my skills. So I would say, give me a first name and the city that they live in. And I'm going to Google Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And let me see if I can find out about them and tell me if I'm right. Yeah. Don't let, don't let her sell you on that. She, <laughs> she wanted a lot more than that. She wanted the whole story. She wanted to know how we well, met. Well, then I wanted to know yeah, the story. Yeah, exactly. She wanted to know I the whole story. I love hearing about it. That's why we started this podcast because we would exactly. talk about this on the phone. Right. But on our road trip. That's when you were starting to dive in and be like, I need to find, I need their name. 
I, I need city a that they're rough from. age, city yeah. that they're from. I will and find, find them. It. I will find out whatever information about them. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I literally don't care. It was just a challenge for me but. because I get excited that I'm still really good at that. And my older sister is equally, if not better. It was, than, some, it was something for you to do on the road when we were true. driving for 35 hours. And I, yeah, I love so. a good stalking session. So this particular woman, girl, comes you know into conversation and I don't know her age I, I do remember him saying she was younger and then I find her and I show him the photo and he said yep that's her and I was like oh she's so pretty like she's so attractive and then I see the year she's born she's still single guess what year I'm she was asking. born well now we know because Luke said it but she was born the year I graduated high school oh yeah 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 oh. so then you know it was kind of like Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift you know if you go back to that I mean that's true and I think that's weird too Okay, that's but fair. I mean, not weird, but just I don't, I don't. Well, know. Obviously, a much lower. Yeah, everyone knows what I'm trying to say. Yes. So then, though, <laughs> non-celebrity level. So then so. we are at Luke's friend's house in Indiana, and we're playing cards against humanity, and we're having like the best time, and we're like a little tipsy, and all this stuff. There were like four couples there, and they're all well. You have mostly most of your friends are older in Indiana, like my right. age, if you will, maybe a little bit older than that. Right. right. Yeah. In the 40s, typically. Right. And so one of the couples ends up leaving um, as we're playing cards against. And I don't know why it came up or what trigger or like. I don't, I don't remember. Remember exactly what you said either. No, but. I said I just said there was something that came up like in the cards against. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wait. So do you guys know about like that child that Luke dated last summer, that like young girl or something along those lines? And then I said her first name. Yeah. And all six of them start cracking up like a roar of laughter. And so in the moment, I'm thinking, so they do know. Am I missing something? What What is this? La and I'm laughing with them, but like there's something else. And what did they say, Luke? Uh, they said her dad and stepmom had just walked out the door. I was fucking mortified. The color left my face. I might have failed to mention to Kristen that fact you know before might she have. came to this party yeah i might have like spaced that it, it, it was a fleeting thought as when we were on our way that i was hanging out with the young girl's parents and my whole thing was what if i had said that out loud in front of them i would have thrown up okay but is what? she still single <laughs> like, I, mean, we, I, mean, I asked this a long time ago that's I, true Luke, we'll talk offline i Okay, yeah. I, I I have not stayed in touch with her. Yeah, that's fair. I I'll I, send I'm you a, her I'm info, the best Ryan. stalker of all of us. So okay, yeah, no problem. Well, I mean, that's true. You just don't care as much as I do. I don't. No, no, this is all jokes. When there are things that I can't find out, that's when I call my brother. Yeah, it's and I'm very like, here's an email address. Can you tell me the IP address? What do we? I need. To, I need to contact this person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. we're so weird. Uh, yeah, we are. We are. Ryan, do you think you're ever going to get married again? Nope. No. That's a hard no. Okay. So I know you're never having kids again because... That's an even harder no. Yeah. Yeah. I guess married, maybe. Maybe. Given you want the right like a life partner, whether or not it's like government official, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why we should involve the government in our relationships. That's the issue I have with marriage. Yeah. I'm, um, I agree with you on a level... Yeah. So, you know, I get the pomp and ceremony. Yeah. Like the party. You want yeah, the party sure. where, where well, the your girl family? does. Well, frankly, you don't, though. Nope. Luke, uh, what about you? Hey, in some couples, it's well, at least the wedding we were at. It was definitely more Greg's party than Rachel's. But I what believe. do you want? Do you want the party or do you think like the girl wants the party? To me, I, I love throwing a good party. So that is certainly part of it. Uh, as far as the marriage goes, I think that it come you know draws back to the way I was raised, and I feel like that makes like the the level of connection and the more likelihood for a successful long term relationship. I don't think you hear too much about people that are lifelong partners that are that actually aren't you know don't get married, don't tie the knot, don't share those things. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are the only ones I can think okay, of. Okay, there's one example out of no, literally, I said it's the only thing I can think nine of. nine billion yeah, people yeah. In, the, <laughs> right. in the world. So I think it's a sign of a way to show your commitment to that other person that you're going to put them first and put the relationship first. And so yeah. I'm not opposed to marriage. I'm not necessarily in a hurry to get married, but what, what? Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we always said we her. were going to do it backwards. <laughs> we'll like have yeah, a baby. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a baby 
maybe we'll get married, then we'll start dating. <laughs> well, yeah. we're already dating. Well, so. we got to let the kids get old enough to be the ring bearer and flower right. girl, and right. then we can get married. Then, yep. you know, that makes yeah, sense. I'm start not, training the dogs now. I'm not yeah, against yeah, exactly. um, yep. having... For me, at my age now, it's whatever happens first, it happens. If you're my person, you're my person. So if... You know, we get pregnant, we have a baby first, and then down the road we get married. Great. As long as you stick by me, it's just about commitment. Right. Yeah, it's all about commitment, doing what you say you're going to do. But I really want the fucking party. For your person. I want the party. Too. I've I had like a, pa- I've like had a party. Love the party. Board. Commitment's terrifying, but I love the party. Oh, no. See, I'm not afraid of commitment at all. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I've had a Pinterest board for 10 years, and I still want the same dress. I've changed my ring Luke knows what kind of ring I want. We actually went to our we went to a jeweler. <laughs> we didn't really talk about wedding rings at the jeweler. Yes, we did. We pulled out briefly. The, we touched on. We it. I made Kyle Chan pull out the exact di- like shape that I want, and Admiral we discussed. Akbar, it's a trap, Luke. We discussed. I want an emerald cut, and then we talked about lab diamonds because I would love to know how you guys feel about lab diamonds because mm-hmm. I'm fully in for it. It's not about the price and the rarity. And for me, it's not. I would rather have something like that that's not like a blood diamond, essentially. There's other negative things that come from mining in I general. Know. I'm just saying, you know, if for you're destroying me, mountains to find diamonds, there's not good from that, whether or not people are killing each other over them. The conservationist like, in it, you. They can make them in a lab. I'm Diamonds are not scarce. My, my not point at all. is not at all. all I is, want. Supply is controlled by the. Significantly so. Yeah. Yeah. That's boring. But all I want is a token to show that you love me. I want the moment and I want the token. Whatever that token looks like. Right. So we elope and throw a party. Right. I'm Boom. pretty down for that, to be honest. Boom. Boom. My friend Janet and Jason did that. You guys know Janet. Um, well, now Janet Caperna, Janet Elizabeth. But I love that they just did a small wedding by themselves with, I think it was just her aunt and uncle in LA. And then they went to Tahiti. They had their honeymoon, essentially. And that's where they had their wedding, just the two of them. And we all got to watch it live. They had like a feed up. And I just thought that was like so cool. And we all celebrated it there. We had an engagement party in LA where all of their family and friends flew out. And I just thought that was so romantic, so less stress and, and pretty awesome. Yeah. I like that. Last thing I want to do is have a 500 person wedding, you know, where it's not for me. And and it's at the same time, it's like at some point you're going to burn somebody. If you throw a big wedding, somebody they're like, Oh, you invited this person, but I didn't get an invite. Somebody's not going to be happy about it. We both have a lot of friends and a lot of people that may expect to, or I I don't know. It just would be better. I think you can throw a party and whoever comes, comes. And I think that's where, but this is what I battle with. And the wedding party too. Okay. So I was about to say the wedding party is where I, what I battle with because I'm like, Oh, I want to choose bridesmaids dresses and I want like my friends by my side, but I just have way too many like close girlfriends that I just love and adore so much from not only Michigan, but like California. And I feel like maybe I would just have my sister and then my sister from another mister, Amy, my very best friend for the last 25 plus years. I feel like I would just maybe have the two of them, Mm -hmm. but then like make sure all my girlfriends knew that they were like just as celebrated, you know? Yeah. I don't want 12 girls standing by my side. Okay. That shit is so hard. But if you think about the bachelorette party, like you probably want 12 girls there with you. Oh, I want right? like 50. Or, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't need to be in the uh, groomsman or best man or anything like that. But you want to come to the bachelor party? I want to be at the bachelor party. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, You're spot in. on. You got me. You got yeah, it. you yep. didn't get a bachelor party, Ryan, so. I didn't get anything. No, none of the above. But I want to meet these you California girls you were 21 when you got about. married? <laughs> Not even. No, I was uh, 19. She w- Oh, I thought she was 18. You're or 20. Eight. Excuse me. I was 20. Yeah. She I was, was 21 18. when he was born. Or, when Lu- when no. Logan, our, my yeah, nephew. I was 20. He was five months. I was 21. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so yeah. wild. We started young. Yeah. But you, yeah, you didn't get like the no, strippers and stuff. We didn't do anything. Of, yeah. No, it was courthouse. And, Luke can, and, Luke can yeah. have male strippers. I'm fine with that. I Excuse volunteer. <laughs> I volunteer, actually. You volunteer yeah. tribute? I'll be there. I will be there. Luke, I dance like a motherfucker. I got this. Ryan, how okay. much do you love Luke? Um, I'm going to blow him on this podcast. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Then I don't have to. No, yeah. Right. And so, gross. But two yes. Com- two completion? Yeah. 
I mean, it depends. If you start the job, you might as well finish. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I think, a trooper. Yeah. If That's I'm anything. True. If I'm anything. <laughs> if, uh, if you guys hear Kristen monologuing for eight to nine minutes, just know that's what's I'm happening. throw up. I hate yeah. both of you No, so you just much. won't. Don't look. Ryan, how much cooler am I now than I used to be? Way cooler. Yeah. You were the worst. And is Luke your favorite boyfriend of mine? Yeah, so far he's off to a really good start. Yeah. 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 Well, the three of us, <laughs> we said last week, but we're all in a fantasy football team together. So we have FaceTimed my brother. Luke should have auto drafted. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. That's he my, that's my, actually my team's name. Should have auto drafted. <laughs> it's, it's, it was a rough season. Dude. Auto draft beat me in the championship in if the that, first playoff round. If yeah. Michelle, who is my friend Rochelle, who we're staying at her house, if her, it's her friend, none of us even know who she is. We're like, I, I have no clue who this no, is. No, we're literally convinced that our no commissioner idea. might have just made like a spare team Wait. because somehow she's like in first place right now. It's my first time podcasting. This might be inappropriate, but Go who is, who is Michelle? I don't know. I really don't know. Do you I guys no know idea. who this nope. is? Nope. Nope. No, but okay. Rochelle <laughs> in the other room might be able to enlighten us. Yeah, we'll have to yeah, ask her. Yeah, we're going to have to ask her because <laughs> she's dominating everybody and it's bullshit because she, she has not played at all. She didn't draft. She hasn't made any moves. Okay, so here's, here's the other thing about an auto draft team being the best team in the league. It's because we all suck at drafting. Let's yeah, just say what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just call the, it out. The best player on the board when their draft comes around goes to them. Yeah. That's it. So Call it all out. of us just didn't take the right. We we just suck at drafting. Yeah. We thought we were being smarter we're than the algorithm. We're 4D chess, or man. We're 4D yeah, exactly. chess over here. Like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna take this one, and she just auto picked, and we it's lost. It's just like, oh, top ranked player on the board on my team. Top yep. ranked player on the board on my team. That's yeah. all that happened. So no Luke moves, I, no shit. Can I have a lot of sex on Sundays because we both love football? Gross. But this conversation's getting a little dull for me. So why don't we go to some uh, ask me anythings? Yeah, because that's what we that. promised y'all. Right. Okay. Y'all asked us some questions, and we're here to answer. And Ryan, if you want to weigh in, if any of them strike your fancy. Yeah, sure. First um, question, was Kristen a troublesome child? Yeah, she was <laughs> awful. And I by the way, awful. I'm not reading the sheet. I'm just making this that's up. That's not mean. She was, I mean, that's mean. She was vicious to me. Well, but yeah, I was continue, dramatic. Continue with the actual sheet. Okay. That question was submitted by RyRy69. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the answer. Um, okay, for real though. So, Fairy Jane on Instagram asked uh, Luke and I, um, "Have we been to Shorts and Sandys? And yes. what is our favorite date?" Okay, so we've been to Shorts and Sandys a couple times. Twice, yeah. We went before it was open and just got to see it during the day, and then we went on their like actual first opening night, right? And, and it was awesome. And I'm so fucking proud of both of them. So so proud that they did this all on their own. Like very few investors, like I'm not going to, you know, talk about their business, but I'm over the moon for both of them. I don't know if you guys know, but when Schwartz moved here, Tom Sandoval and I were the first people that he ever met. He literally got in his Honda Civic, drove from Tallahassee to California and just showed up at our doorstep after they met on like Craigslist or roommate finder or whatever it was, mailed in a check to the landlord and was like, hey, I'm here. Tom S. Meet Tom S. Both 26 years old. And now... They own not one, but two bars together. Freaking wild that's, story. That's love right this there. This one, this one though. Oh wait, what's is, your favorite, what's our favorite date? Our favorite date. So it's hard to define dates with Kristen. Yeah. I feel like it, we don't follow any kind of classic model for My favorite dates. was Red Rocks. Going, okay. Going to see Third Eye Blind and Taking Back Sunday at Red Rocks. That Even was, though it wasn't that just was awesome. the two of us. I thought that was like a pretty magical like turning moment for us. And also we went to, what was that city called? Cripple Creek? Cripple Creek in Colorado. No we, didn't. no, we went to Manitou Springs. Oh, sorry, Manitou Springs, and we went to like all the little arcade, like old school arcades, and we just walked around and saw some weird hauntedy things, supposedly. And yeah, that night's that very, whole very night memorable. was was real. Like just that whole weekend was like very magical and memorable. That was the first time we saw each other again after the wedding. So the wedding was just like three you weeks know, prior to that. Three weeks prior to that, and it was just. We didn't hang out at all until basically the ceremony and then the reception. And then we stayed in the hotel together, got breakfast and she took off. Yeah. We had sex behind the tent and then he came to the hotel and then we, we forgot to mention that. But yeah. I went for a couple more rounds and then uh-huh. in the morning, yeah, I got breakfast. Sorry, Ryan. And yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and she took off. And then three weeks later, she comes back to Denver for this concert. I picked her up from the airport, went down to Colorado Springs, went to Manatee Springs, went up to the concert, yada, yada. Awesome time. That was my favorite date. I think the most memorable bowling. because I think the more just one-on-one quality time that we had was Joshua Tree. 
Oh, when Joshua we went to Tree Janet's birthday, yeah, it was a few days, but we had four and a half hours in the car on the way down there, just us, no dogs. And it was also like feeling each other's out our, our music. She had me DJ the whole way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What kind of music? Well, this is the best part. Like I was very shocked on how much we love the same music. Well, so I, I like rap. I like Eminem rap and yeah. we're here in Detroit and Kristen's from Detroit. So right there immediately, Kristen's like, wait, and how he do knows you know every word? How do you know more Eminem than I do? Truly. He does know more Eminem, especially lyrics. Like Luke, if you give Luke a song name, he could not tell you the artist to save his life, but he knows every lyric to like every song country animals then yeah, yeah. country rap same way. rock pop rock you just know the lyrics to everything yeah if i if i hear the song a few times i pretty well pick up yeah. on it so no that was a really yeah that was a really good time okay so from pamela m stone where did we meet and how long have we been together we sort of touched on this but we originally met in denver in 2019 i was dating someone it was on rachel o'brien's podcast tour that i did a few legs of her tour and that is actually the first time we met. We hung out a bit, but then we didn't see each other again until the wedding. Yeah. And um, when we say met, that's kind of loose because there weren't three sentences between us that were just between the two of us. It was like we were in the same group together. There was no getting to know each other whatsoever. Right. The only time I remember her saying anything. So I had eaten some Mushrooms. mushroom chocolates and the ex-boyfriend told me I was out of control or something and I didn't understand, but they're like, we got to go. You're tripping too hard. I'm like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Anyway, I get pulled out of the bar and Kristen grabs my hand and says, Uber's here and says, get in. And I jump in and I said, Kristen, why are you being so forward? <laughs> and she starts laughing. And then the ex-boyfriend goes, yeah, Kristen, why are you being so forward? <laughs> That's all I remember from that trip with Kristen. Yeah. So and how long funny. have we been together? I wish that I remembered the day well, and this will, I'm going to tie this in with another question from Alicia Ann 3086, who asked who out. But um, I wish I could remember the day that you said, I said, we were joking about something. We were flirting. We were at my apartment. And I said, oh, my God, who are you? And you said, your boyfriend. That was the first day we said that word. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. You are. But I do remember when you said, I love you. Mm-hmm. Even though you tried to backtrack, it was at the airport in Colorado. Was it or was it the airport or Indiana. in Indiana? It was the airport in Indiana. Indiana. I dropped you off after the first time. Yeah. We and you were like all me. like flabbergasted and blushing and like tripping over your words. And you're like, I want to tell you something, but I don't know how to say it. Blah, 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 blah. And then you were like, I love you. But not like, not like I'm in love with you. Just like, I love you. It's like a person, but I'm not like, you know, like no pressure. Like I'm not like in love with you. And I was like, oh my God, you're so in love with me. It's a man way to do it. Yeah. It was, it was just, a, just a little backtrack. You're blushing right that. now. Yeah, Your face hot. is, is hot so in here? red. It's hot in here, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. I like the blush on his face. Honestly, Kristen's about to monologue. And Luke, do you plan on having children? Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. The answer is yes. I want two. Two. No more. Only no way less. there's more is if it's one and then twins, then it's like you got to go four. Well, you yeah. gotta have, you got to have an even number. You guys yeah. can have mine. And no, he's already grown. Uh, yeah, it's, it doesn't count, does it? I do have him. He's my angel. All right. So my questions, Emily Martin 718 asked me if professional Frisbee players get paid or get paid much. And in the couple of years I was there, we did not get paid. However, in the sport, um, it was definitely the cheapest way to play. They supplied all of our uniforms and cleats and they paid for our food and our travel and hotels and all that stuff. They covered all that cost. Normally in the sport, when you're playing at a high level, you're covering the cost. The sport hasn't grown to the point where teams typically have enough sponsors where someone else is paying for your stuff. So it was the cheapest way to play the sport I loved at the highest level I could. That's why I did it. Yeah, look, so um, I'm going to jump in. My I brother's no looking at me like, what? I, I'm shocked. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Professional Frisbee player. Please tell me just uh, briefly. Maybe this was covered on another episode. No, it wasn't. But, okay, great. Please tell me. No, we haven't covered it. But Kristen saw me play Frisbee for the first time on Monday. I started playing in middle school, got a joke of a scholarship in college, played for four years there, and played for the Indianapolis professional team, the Indianapolis Alley Cats, for two years. Yeah, I didn't even know Frisbee was a sport. And this isn't... This <laughs> I'm isn't, shocked. I know. It's not disc this is golf. Awesome. It's very different. And you guys can YouTube it if you look up Luke 
Broderick, Alley, like Indianapolis Alley Cats. There's some stuff on YouTube. And it's essentially the way I view it is like if football, soccer, and a tiny bit of basketball had a baby because it's like a football field. But when you catch it, you only can pivot. You can't run with the ball. Frisbee. I mean, with the Frisbee. Thank you. Disc. Yeah. With, with the Frisbee. You can't run with the Frisbee. You can only pivot. And you can intercept it. And so it's, it's ultimate Frisbee. Yes. Ultimate okay. Frisbee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's just wild, you guys, the way they throw these effing Frisbees. Like, we take his dogs to the park and throw Frisbees, and I suck at it. And they know how to, like, I, when I was at your game the other day and having your your teammates coach sort of yell to you guys, they sort of coach you on the side, like, inside, outside, left side. And to watch these people throw a Frisbee, it was a co-ed league, women and men, and know exactly how to curve the Frisbee around someone to the inside like it's just wild it's like really insane yeah it, it takes, takes a, mad skill it takes a long time i was lucky when i first started playing i learned how to throw what they call a forehand or flick with super ease i mean most people have a hard time when you hold it i love typically. a forehand yeah flick. i'm all about that life tell me yeah, more flick it right? forehand yeah. or flick flick the bean let's go yeah, yeah. yeah. all right too far anyway <laughs> regardless uh throwing a frisbee is definitely a skill and not a lot of people have it like throwing a football or whatever. But yeah, so Luke played professional Frisbee. That is why I get to call myself a jersey chaser now. And I like it. She wears my old jerseys more than I do. That's true. I wear them to bed when we're long distance. To my next question, which is from Jay Cars, is long distance difficult? And then from N Kent 1010, are we living together? Which it's kind of a question like they're kind of the same yeah I guess. so well i guess if you took the last two months as a sample size you'd say we're living together more than we aren't yeah we but, luke came to california we kind of said this last time but he was there for about six weeks i still have would basically had my truck my dogs and a suitcase full of clothes there and you had left some clothes there he's I, like can i leave clothes? clothes i'm like dude i have a two-bedroom apartment with five closets you can leave whatever you want here right yeah um and is long distance difficult i think we've done a you well i'll say you've done a really great job at keeping us not too far apart for too long right you know the wedding was in colorado you came to denver after that I came to California, then I came to California again. You came to Indiana. We both went to Mexico. I came to California. Yeah. And so it's been the longest both we've sides, been apart since July would be three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it not it's times. not easy. We FaceTime a lot. We talk on the phone hours and hours and hours a day. I think that's my my favorite thing is that we both realize we get a lot more done because we are self employed. We're entrepreneurs. We have to like sort of set our own schedule and and work on our own time. And our favorite thing to do when we're, you know, doing the laundry and cleaning the apartment and organizing and all of that is just to like stick our headphones in and we just talk on the phone while we're getting shit done. Yeah. All the household chores. And Kristen will say mm -hmm. she's been very open. She likes to have a handler or someone else there with her just for her to do something, whether it's cleaning out her closet or organizing yeah, something. Yeah, I don't like being alone. It's so boring. I just sit on the phone and let her talk to me most of the time while I'm doing whatever else. And I chime in once in a while so she knows I'm still there. Or I ask you wise to tell choice. me stories while I'm like getting shit done. Do you say mushrooms? I said wise choice. Oh. Wise choice, yeah. <laughs> but I like mushrooms too. <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, next. From Kim's the best, did I freeze my eggs? I have not frozen my eggs. It is something I considered... Many, many years ago, it was um, right around the time that Sheena and Shay got divorced was when Sheena and I, right before that, Sheena and I had gone to a fertility doctor together and I was highly considering it because I was still in my mid thirties. It didn't end up happening. And now I, I, it's not completely off the table. However, I've just seen the emotional toll that it can take having putting all of those hormones into your body and I just I'm emotional as it is guys and I'm older and I just I don't know if it's for me I have slight regret I didn't do it five six years ago but no I, I don't think I'm going to I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I had my fertility levels checked about a year and a half ago. I'm sorry, my hormone levels checked. I had my ovaries checked. Everything looked good. I have not tried to, you know, I haven't like gone on my ovulation day and said like, let's, let's go for it yet. So I think, you know, it's in, might be in God's hands. 
Yeah, anything that increases Kristen's uh, emotional level <laughs> is not necessary. It's really, it's just highly unnecessary. <laughs> I'm with Ryan. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, this is fact. Hey, she's, you know she's what? emotional enough for both of us. Absolutely. So it's, it's right. I love hard, and I feel feelings for hard everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both interested, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Jesus okay. Lord. Yep. Oh man. All right, next question. Let's go Cat Cal 86 There was a question, why do I still want to have sex with an ex after I had caught him cheating? Ooh. That is Who wants to take it first? A, I think we can all give a, a short answer so we don't take too long. I'll give my quick short answer. Mm-hmm. Quick short answer is it's comfortable. You're, you're familiar with him. You have a connection. You know that that was there. He made a mistake. Even if you have this block up, you don't want to get back in a relationship with him. It is a safe in your head. It is someone you know, you're familiar, yeah, you're comfortable. Fa- familiarity that's what it is. Is, is. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. It's just like, it's familiar and it's it's home. You know, it feels like home. Yeah, and if you have a sex drive and you, you want to roll the dice with some dude you met at the bar that night. When your ex, when you guys are talking about or considering having sex, he's probably being the best version of himself that he was when you guys fell in love for that moment. If he regrets it. You know what I mean, though? If he regrets it. I mean. What do you mean? I mean, there, I think there are guys that cheat and maybe cheat as a way out of a relationship. Oh. So. Oh. It's not necessarily a mistake. Right. That's my Or he's faking. Either he's being the best yeah. version of himself to to get laid or because he really, you know, regrets cheating and wants to be with you. I think right. either way, I think in my experience, uh, human beings become the best version of themselves all over again in order to like rekindle something, even if it's bullshit or for one night. Ryan, what do you think? No comment. No? No, no. This is too close to home. I don't I don't want this one. You don't have an opinion on it? No. Nope. All right. Let all me right. go. Let yep, me yep, go. Yep, yep. Let me have this one. All right. Question from Rob Schulte. We got this in email. Can you define emotional IQ? Oh, yeah, because Luke has spoken about his, his emotional IQ. EQ. It's yeah. important. Yeah, the EQ. So uh, my definition would be basically the ability to recognize when you're feeling a certain way and then take the time to identify why you're feeling that way. That That's kind of your emotional IQ because then you have the power or essentially the ability or tools to do what you want with that. That's my definition. It's not from Webster Dictionary or anything, but that's what I, how I would define it. Yeah. And when, and of course I looked it up just to give everyone like the Google, if you will, definition or whatever it is, but essentially the ability to understand, use and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. Ryan, I, I work in sales. Um, I work in enterprise sales and EQ has always been kind of my strength. And I did not view it either of the ways that you guys just described it. I thought of it more as how you interpret other people's emotions, other people's feelings and how you react to them, how you understand, yeah, how you understand them. Um, I always thought I had a high EQ because I could talk to customers and prospects and people who are considering purchasing my product and I would be able to intuitively understand the things that they cared about, mm-hmm. um, the things that were important to them, without them telling me. That's how I always thought of it. What EQ. do you think about, though, in, in a romantic relationship aspect? I don't think it's any different. I think okay. understanding I love that. the person that you're with and what is important to them emotionally the things that they care about um, and, and what having, they've gone through and yeah, all of the above and having that hit you like have what, an empathy for it. Yeah, precisely. Actually, it's a well said empathy. Yeah. Uh, being able to have that hit you and be important to you, even if it's not important to you, just yes. because it's important to them. Yeah. That's what EQ is to me. So this, to preach me, to, sister, preach <laughs> brother, but <sure>. brother, <laughs> the, the differences in our definitions is Ryan says it's more, on keeping your cool and focusing on the other person, mm-hmm. right? That's the way I would you know, yeah. simplify. Yeah, I, I think we're I think we're we're similar. We're it's just it's outward shit, versus yeah. internal, but exactly. But ultimately, yeah. it's about having people understand each other's emotions and what's important to each other. Um, ultimately, don't be a selfish asshole. Essentially, yeah, kind of right. Don't yeah. be a narcissist. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, this is from. Oh my god. I, okay, wait. I love this uh, screen name. I wouldn't let you see it ahead of time. This is from PGH, my three sons. PGH. Yeah, isn't my three that sons. golfing? That's PGA. Oh, PGA. <laughs> Damn it! 
I got so excited. All right. Well, this is from PGH, <laughs> my three sons. I thought it was about golf. Um, do Good old do you PGH. Still, do you Tiger Woods PGH, boy. <laughs> do you still have any pets? You guys, I post nothing but my two flipping dogs, Gibson and Bowie. Luke has two dogs. Mm-hmm. And in another said, podcast, we will discuss the difficulties that come into play. Having four fucking dogs. And just dating in general <laughs> between allergies and just all the responsibilities that go with pets. If someone does or does not have pets, we're going to have another episode about that. So, yeah. Yeah. Hang around. Um, okay. And this one's from Nicole M. Clink. What will be your first Christmas tradition that you will repeat each year? I say it's not coming to fucking Midwest. <laughs> that's but that's not a tradition. We started. We're here. So that's not well, a we can start it next answer. year. I think the real tradition that we started now, it's mutual complaining about buying gift cards. Yes. That's that's our tradition. That'll know together. Give me a high five. I give everybody cash. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Venmo you. I I hate Christmas. I hate Christmas so much. Yeah. Yeah. So every year. Can I give you money? I don't want to guess what you like. Mine and Ryan's older sister who lives in Michigan still. I literally just say, go buy a bunch of stuff. Tell me how much and I'll Venmo you. Will you go shopping for me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boom. Buy yourself something and I'll pay for it. <laughs> yep. I'll just yeah. Venmo you money. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, this is from IMP, Imp Cat. Favorite dessert? Mine is gummy bears. I don't like dessert. It's not a real dessert. Well, it's no, my it favorite count. dessert. It's candy. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, I like cookies over cake. Oh, I love dulce de leche from a spoon. I will eat you caramel. Were just by Luke caramel Sanzer, from a spoon. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I, that's I'm okay. not a sweets girl, guys. I mean, I like it all, to be honest with you. There's very little I won't try. I'm like, I want a bite of this. I want three bites of that. Anyway, but in general, I mean, classic chocolate chip cookies are great. I like pumpkin cookies. I like chocolate in general. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Luke's camp. I, I, I'm I a cookie guy. I, I'm not a sweets guy. You're but a cookie it, monster? Yeah, I love cookies, man. <laughs> Any kind of cookie. Something I can dip in milk. I'm all about that life. Oh, my God, Ryan. On the way here, on our road trip... I bought s'more Pop-Tarts. I bought them at a gas station. I ripped the ends off and I only ate the middle. Yes. But I was telling Luke how... Talk dirty to me. Keep going. I know. I was telling Luke how when we were little, mom would go grocery shopping at the beginning of the week and she was like, I'm buying this many Pop-Tarts. If they're gone before the end of the week, you don't get any more. And you would take them in your room and eat all the (laughs) Pop-Tarts. I would. The s'more ones. All right. I think that's about it for this episode. Okay, wait. No, I I have one more. Um, just to feed y'all's Vanderpumpiness, uh, I have from Seville Sizer 04, two questions, Luke, and they're for us. Luke, have you seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules? And then also, was it weird for both of us, either of us, at Sheena's wedding, being that all the cameras were there? Okay, short answer, no. You've never seen an episode? Wise man. I've never watched an episode. Kristen has shown me... Super funny clips. Funny clips. Like Battered Wife, Sia. That's you know, the extent of it. All of that stuff. Yeah. I've shown Luke, yeah, some really funny... And like, I've shown you like a couple of like sweet things. Just like little clips. Um, mm-hmm. And then was it weird for us at Sheena's wedding? So Luke, you want to answer first and then I... Oh, uh, so I wasn't even supposed to be at the wedding. I was supposed to be in Mexico fishing while the wedding was going on. And then... Uh, Janet's mom broke her leg at the pool and they were like, there's a seat open. Luke, you get to go now. Like, cool. Yeah. I can go. Yeah, I'll go. But was it weird for you? It was, it was weird for me. One, because. Well, you've never been around anything like that. I would assume. Okay. The cameras were part of it. Also, I just didn't have, I, one, I didn't have clothes for it. Two, I was, had been gone too many months without a haircut. So I just didn't feel that I didn't have the confidence. I didn't feel like I was dressed appropriately and think I looked good and there are cameras everywhere. I felt like there were judging eyes around me. That's that fair. was more the uncomfortableness for me. I think I would have been much better if I had the right appropriate attire and a haircut. If you just felt better. Yeah. About you myself. Felt more in your yeah, own. It's skin. weird if you've never yeah. done it before. I mean, like just to have all the cameras around you, it's, it's awkward. I I'm, yeah. I'm with you, man. That's weird. Yeah. And I've sort of already answered this. I did answer this that, yeah, it made me emotional. Mostly to be honest, like I, it was, it was more daunting going into it than it was being there. I, out of respect, tried to avoid all of the cameras because I didn't want to ruin their shot. I wasn't willing to be on camera, but it made me emotional to see all of my crew members because that was like my family for a decade. So the first time I saw anyone from my old crew, whether it was like camera guy, a producer, sound guy, I was like full on waterworks. 
but otherwise, like, we were pretty good. And Sheena sat us really far away from, you know, where cameras would be. So we didn't have to sort of avoid things. We stayed at a different hotel. But I'm really happy that I went because I didn't want to miss one of my closest friend's weddings, like, that with her actual person. <laughs> I'm with Luke on this. I, yeah. uh, well, I, Ryan, you filmed before. It never aired. Uh, true. And, and which is annoying he, as fuck. He, he will, who, uh, not be named. Uh, oh, the no. Oh, oh the yeah. Well, we'll, no, nope, nope, nope. Stop naming names. The cast member who will not be named. I remember being at sir and having a wonderful time. I was having drinks and he, who will not be named was potentially there. And I wanted to, beat the fucking brakes off him frankly um we all feel that way yeah. yep I, I did and, and but you also filmed at home with me and i did i did i did but and that I, didn't air all i remember no i did not but i i remember the moment at sir when i was there and that guy yeah. showed up and and production told me and i really wanted to go i mean i just i oh, want to get my hands on that motherfucker i do i i wish you would have i do to this day if i ever see him game on Mm-hmm. Game on, bitch. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to this fun episode about a road trip. We'll catch up with you next week. So glad you guys got to meet my brother. Glad we got to answer some of your questions. Email us, subscribe, do all the stuff as usual. Be super safe this holiday. Try not to be as grinchy as we are. Yeah, enjoy yourselves and uh, happy holidays. Love ya. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.